Hands up who has felt like quitting already this year, or this week, or even in the last 24 hours. My advice is just don't. And if you need more convincing, then keep listening. I'm going to share a really simple two-step approach to dealing with that, I just want to give up feeling. And I'm going to share a few very personal stories of when I wanted to quit. Being an entrepreneur, running your own business, trying to make a great income from your creativity or expertise or experience, leading your world, is well, can be tough. It is one gigantic personal development boot camp, isn't it? You get, honestly, plunged into self-growth, whether you like it or not. But most don't get that. They don't see it. And you know the hardest part of doing this podcast is not the tech stuff. No way. It's the thoughts of who really wants to hear what I've got to say. And who do I think I am to say all of this? And oh, will anyone really listen anyway? Yes. I really do think that sometimes. Now, I've learned in time to just sort of pat those statements on the head and go, there, there, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> now, my wonderful brain creates wonderful thoughts and ideas and strategies, but it also wants to protect me from embarrassment. So it will tell me all the reasons why I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. It's just doing its job of keeping me safe. And at least once a week, it will say, hey, Marilyn, shh, Marilyn, listening? You really should quit. Why don't you go and get a job? Because <laughs> it feels safer that way. It, my brain. And my body doesn't want to feel that fear. So it'll tell my mind, hey, you should give up or at least go and get some chocolate or, you know, pig out from the fridge or something to feel better. And my brain then thinks, oh, that's a bit scary, which sends a signal to my body to feel the fear. And I feel the fear and that tells my brain, see, it's not good to feel the fear, so you must stop it. And it goes around and around and becomes a memorised response. Well, guess what, brain? Guess what, body? Neither of you are running the show. I'm listening, but you're not in charge. <laughs> I'm not quitting. Now, I'm not one for loving the feel the fear and do it anyway type approach. Or even the statements of, oh, that bad old ego or kill that mean girl. It's not an internal war. And those sort of things put us at war with ourselves. But I do like to understand what goes on between my brain and my body. And that takes self-awareness. But quitting can also be good. What? Did I just say that? <laughs> On one hand, I'm saying don't quit, but also quitting can be good. Now, here what, here's what I mean. When I lived in London and things got hard, I used to dream of giving up everything and moving to Italy. I would call these my Tuscany moments. You know, buy a cottage in Tuscany, shop in the local markets, drink local wine and drink and eat local cheese, sit in the sun, escape, paint, listen to classical music. Mm. <laughs> 
At the time, I was completely under stress. But I was moving so fast and pushing so hard, I didn't know it. At the time then, my two-year-old son had been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. You know, that awful one that's permanent and it requires jabbing your kid with insulin and picking, pricking their finger six times a day to check their blood sugars. And I was internally on in case of hypos. And a two-year-old really can't tell you when they're going into a hypo. And what was worse, I was afraid of needles. Oh, plus I could see my marriage was breaking down due to all the stress. And my husband's work was unstable, which was a bigger source of stress than we ever imagined. And I was working full-time in my own consulting practice, as well as a full-time mum, managing a a new disease that I didn't even like needles. And I was also running a full-time leadership school for a voluntary association. And so I dreamed of quitting and going to Tuscany. And my poor body was running on cortisol as its fuel. And it wasn't connected with my head that said quit. It just continued to the detriment of my health. I wasn't self-aware. And I wasn't listening to what dreaming of Tuscany really meant. That's when quitting would have been good. Okay, so practically, what can be done when you feel like quitting? And this podcast was inspired by a conversation I had with one of my students in a program I have called The Productivity Cure, which is part of the Academy and which I'm actually doing Productivity Cure 2.0 as an open workshop next month. But don't tell anyone, will you? Shh. <laughs> she messaged me saying, what if you feel like quitting? Wow. Now, this was a bit of a shock as from the outside, she was doing, oh my gosh, super, super well, which proves my point. We all think this at least once a while, if not every day, no matter what level you're at, what phase of business you're at, how intelligent you are, what your experience is. Which proves my point. We all think this at least once in a while. So here's the advice I gave her. And it relies on a good dose of self-awareness and involves two steps. So step one, identify what changed. And that is a great question. If you're a coach, it's a great question too, is also what's changed? Open up with that statement and it is amazing what can come out. So I asked, what's changed and what was the trigger? Is it just one part of your business that is niggling at you or one client that is difficult and draining you or one staff member that is just tipping you over the edge? Did you get discouraged by comparing yourself with someone else? Especially if you keep your eyes on social media and your followers might drop or your, any emails unsubscribe or you look at Instagram and you only have <laughs> a few followers and half of them you already know, <laughs> but someone tells you you must be on there, so you, oh, you feel like you're hitting your head against a brick wall. Or are you burned out? Not well. Are you not getting enough sleep? Have you been doing what you think you should do and not follow your heart or ignoring your heart? Have you been trying to please someone else. So what was the trigger? 
So if it's one part of your business or you don't know, go through each part of your business and each client and think, how would you feel if that was removed? Would you feel relief or sadness? Listen to your energy. If it's draining you, change it or remove it. If it's energizing you, do more of it. I'm going to say that again. If it's draining you, change it or remove it. If it's energizing you, do more of it. Oh, and by the way, leading your world well is about energy management after all. Learning to lead your mind instead of being at the mercy of it is the biggest energizer of all. But what if you feel like quitting because it's from discouragement and comparisonitis? I was talking to another one of my students about this earlier today. She wasn't getting traction in her organic list building. Uh, she was you know, trying to just focusing on social media and she really wasn't getting any, you know, any traffic at all. Obviously, she was at the start of her journey. She was discouraged, which is understandable. So she thought she would change strategies. Okay, I'll start again. I'll delete everything and start again or I'll quit. Now think of someone you follow that you admire. Imagine if you were in their first 15 followers and they had given up. How would that make you feel? Those successes that you see, and we all see, whether you're making 50K, whether you're making 500K, or whether you're reaching for your, you know, your second, your third, your fourth million. We all see successes ahead of us. And remember, they all started with zero. The difference is resilience and keeping on, keeping on. That's the difference between them and you. They are better. Those people that you admire, they are better than you. Can you hear that? They just didn't stop when they were at 15 followers. But what we do instead, and what my student was thinking, perhaps, was, I'm not good enough. My products aren't good enough. My services aren't good enough. My images aren't good enough. My copy's not good enough. My website's not good enough. And I did that when I first started online. Do you know what? My first course that I sold online, this is after three decades of success in the corporate world, where I ran workshop after workshop. I wrote manual. I wrote Oh, look, I did so much. But my first course, online course, had three people in it. I thought it was a disaster. <laughs> it turns out it really wasn't. When you start at zero, zero audience, it really isn't. Because I didn't bring my offline audience with me. I started afresh. And so I thought it was a failure. It actually turns out that that's common to have that many people. Unless you've got a million size audience already. So do you know what I did? I quit that course. I created another course instead. I've heard some great advice from a number of different sources and I think it's really good. Keep going with what you've done for a year before changing it all again. Now, I think this is great advice. You don't need something new or to change everything. You need to keep going and keep going with what you've got, what you've done. Get it refine it, get better, get better. Because it's usually not the product or the service that's bad or wrong. 
It can be our messaging. It can be our positioning. It can be a whole heap of things. It could be the energy that you're marketing in. It could be the time that you're marketing. It could be that just nobody knows you're there. And if it's list building you want to, to give up on, don't stop. Don't keep expecting it to pour out from social media. Those days are gone. In fact, were they really there anyway? Keep making online friends. Keep reaching out. Keep posting. Keep commenting. If that's your thing, one person, one life at a time. New things aren't the answer. Changing everything isn't the answer. It's consistency. It's tweaking. It's not giving up. You aren't lacking in creative talent and ideas. Trust me. You are lacking, if anything, that internal drive that says, I'm going to make this a success. Just watch me. And you can borrow that if you want. I'm going to make this a success. Just watch me. <laughs> now, you'll know when you're flogging a dead horse. That's when it's time to give up or put something to bed or kill it. But probably not now. It's like we plant seeds in the ground and then we get frustrated if it hasn't popped up out of the soil yet. So you, you know, dig it back up and plant it somewhere else. We do that, don't we? When things don't go as expected, it's not a fail. It's a start. Give it a year. Don't give up. A year feels like forever, but it's not. Give it a year. Don't give up. Okay, so what if it's from burnout? What if you feel like giving up because of burnout? Well, the answer to that is get back in touch with your why. Now, you've heard that a lot and it can be a little cliched, but it's true. Dig deep. Why are you doing what you're doing? What's the motivation? What's your motive? Have you been operating out of, but I have to have money? It's probably not enough. What's behind that? Is it the security that you need? Has fear become your motivation? Because it, if it is, you're really going to burn out. You're really going to want to keep, you are really, really going to want to give up. Turn it around now. Decide and the feelings will follow. Take yourself for a walk. Get back in touch with the love of what you do. Go for a drive. That always does it for me. Going for a drive. Driving to the beach. Walking up the beach. Taking the dog for a walk. An extended walk. And get back in touch with what you love to do. Focus on the value you are giving out, not just what you're getting. Now, if you feel like giving up because of your health, go rest. Nap. Learn to nap. There's some great apps out there that teach you to nap. I used to be a terrible napper. I would want to fall into deep sleep and I'd wake up when I'm, you know, in that, what is it, the REM part of the sleep and pull me out of that and I feel wasted for the rest of the day. But when I downloaded a simple, I think it's even free, uh, app to help me nap just 20 minutes, I don't even go into that heavy cycle and I feel refreshed. Sleep. Seriously, we need, someone else said today, I heard somewhere, it said, we need seven to nine hours. We're not getting enough sleep. If you're surviving on three to five hours, even six hours, you're not getting enough. Go out and get fresh air. Now, if you're sleeping that enough and you, there's nothing going wrong, you can prove me wrong. 
all right? But most people, I would say 90% of the people need more sleep. I remember over a holiday period when everyone else was taking time off, I think it was Easter, I worked every day of it. And I got to the, the Sunday night and I heard that voice, oh, just quit, Marilyn. So instead of thinking, oh, that's me, I better listen to it, I said back at that voice, oh, hun, I'm so sorry. I was having so much fun working, I forgot to give you time out. You are tired. You need some downtime, girl. So I remember taking myself out for a walk around the block. Uh, it was in the dark, but I took my dog with me. And then I got back, I grabbed a glass of wine and my iPad and I watched a fun movie, a feel-good movie. And it's just what I needed. And I didn't give up, whereas you can follow that voice that says give up, but I instead listen to my body. If that feeling of wanting to quit is from shoulding or musting, <laughs> you know, you should do something, you must do this. If it's not a yes, or a, I've heard people say, if it's not a hell yeah, then stop it, drop it or delegate it. Get rid of it. Do you really have to do it? Really? If it's from trying to please someone else, get in touch with your intuition, your gut, your self-awareness. And the hard question, who are you really trying to please? And quit trying to please them. So step one was get self-aware about the source of the trigger. Is it from trying to please or from the shoulds and the must? Is it from health? Is it from burnout? Or do you actually need to rest? Step two is this. Don't quit unless it's time for a break. See you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.